0: Hello, and welcome back to Sass, Stories, and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Brian and Mary, and this is episode 110.
1: Yeah, Brian, how has your week been? Besides all the smoke.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, besides the outdoors, the indoors have been going great. The great
1: indoors. That's your favorite place to be.
0: It is, and, uh, you know, we're actually, you know, it's pretty horrible outside for this entire week. Luckily, it rained twice this week. Just
1: a tiny bit.
0: Just a tiny bit, like, you still... Like, I used to be able to see mountains and trees in the distance. Definitely can't see that. I mean, there's a lot of before and after photos of, like, what it looked like in Seattle two weeks ago compared to now. And, like, it's really bad. It's really and bad. And I, I don't think it's going to improve anytime soon. Hopefully, It's supposed to rain tomorrow,
1: and, Thursday night, or sometime on Friday. So, hopefully, that takes care of more of it.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, that takes care of more of it. And hopefully, you know, the Southern California or Northern California and Oregon fire smoke go somewhere else besides Washington. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So that's just been kind of crazy. It's crazy how, you know, you take like simple things like going outside and being able to see (laughs) the sky. Well, the problem,
1: the big problem is it's like, okay, we're all quarantined. And so like really the only way you're supposed to see people is outside. Mm. And then we can't go outside because it like, it's toxic for us to breathe. So it's like, what, the heck are we supposed to do
0: yep 2020 is really bringing you all these surprises <laughs>
1: 2020 strikes again and i didn't think that was possible
0: yeah we still got three months left i'm not trying to <laughs> jinx it for the
1: rest of the year though so
0: <laughs> yeah we just gotta we gotta get towards 2021 as fast as possible but in terms of interesting things that happened this week well i'm getting my carpet or rug i should say it's uh-huh. not the whole what's the main difference i'll just call it a carpet anyway. It's, it's
1: a rug though
0: Oh, okay, fine. I'll call it a rug. I'm getting my rug. Uh, it should be tomorrow. It was It's. It was originally supposed to be Tuesday, but, you know, mail services these days, they're a little uh, on the lagging side. So right. tomorrow I should be getting my rug. Um, so I'm super looking forward to that. And then I also got a smartwatch for myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And basically what that does is it counts my steps <laughs> well
1: there's more than that It counts my steps. Pedometer. And
0: it basically the main good thing is sometimes i'm not paying attention to my phone so now it'll vibrate and i'll always know whatever i'm saying like you know 10 10 messages in a row from like the various people and uh and then you, you get know.
1: phone calls
0: yeah phone calls I can't respond to it on the on the it's not like an apple watch but i will know if i do get a phone call and i'll go off and find my phone it also has the find your phone feature so and I actually used that (laughs) that
1: was actually super funny earlier this week I called you and then you're like good news Mary I saw that you were calling me on my watch except then I couldn't find my phone so I used the find my phone feature found my phone and then I called you back and I wouldn't have known that you had called or where my phone was without the watch I was like wow that thing just Coming in yeah, handy. Watch,
0: watch is already paying dividends. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, so I got got a pretty cool smartwatch. Um, yeah, and let's see. Anything else that's interesting happening? Yes. Oh, oh, I know. Um, so there's also the Seattle Mariners gave me an email, which apparently they were supposed to have lost my email, but they found it again. And uh, they gave me an email basically saying uh, at the end of the season, instead of recycling the cardboard cutouts, you can... Go to wherever they have them. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming the stadium, and pick it up. So I definitely filled out the survey for that. And so fingers crossed, if my cardboard cutout isn't completely destroyed, I will be picking up my cardboard cutout, and I will be placing it on my sofa. And now I'll, I'll be able to just turn away from my computer when I'm working, and I'll see a copy of myself.
1: I'm gonna <laughs> put. Hopefully, hopefully I'm, gonna put mine, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put mine. I'm gonna put mine on the back side of my bathroom door. So then when people come over and use my bathroom, and they close the door, and then there I am on the door. God, that's going to scare
0: people very... I know, oh. that'll be
1: funny. Well, now I've kind of ruined the surprise for anyone who's listening, but... It's still you know, going to scare it, It's up. still going to be scary. <laughs> it's probably going to scare myself in the middle of the night, honestly. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, that will be funny. And then, did you want to give everyone an update about uh, HelloFresh?
0: Oh, I didn't, <laughs> but now that you brought it up, I guess I will. <laughs> so... Let's you just see. keep
1: forgetting to cancel them. And last so week, you keep last not week cooking had, them.
0: Yeah, last week I had six six to cook. I cooked three this week, which is what the good, that's the amount but you're the supposed to. But
1: the problem is, is you got three more last week.
0: And and I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm totally done. I canceled on Wednesday. And they're like, oops, sorry. It's already in the mail. <laughs> yeah. So I got three more on Friday. So right now I have five, not six anymore. <laughs> but I cooked another one. But I'm so done. I'm so behind on everything. I'm literally like cooking one like every other day. Every, it should be doing it every day, quite frankly. But that's just way too much. But so, literally, my refrigerator is just like, hello, fresh bag, hello, fresh bag, hello, fresh bag, hello, fresh bag. Yeah, five of them. <laughs> and then I have like half of my refrigerator is like, hello, fresh, uh, you know, meat that goes with that meal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's a lot. It's a lot, Mary. I'm just. Right now, I believe the cookbook that I was creating these Hello Pre- Fresh recipes from, uh, it's got at least 15 different recipes in it now. Uh, you know what? This is a cookbook that's going to last my life. I'm going to be adding to it. Okay, thing.
1: you bought a binder that says cookbook <laughs> on it, and then you bought a bunch of page protectors, and then you put each of the HelloFresh recipes, and you're planning to pass that down to your— Yeah,
0: yeah. my kids <laughs> will enjoy my Hello Fresh, <laughs> my HelloFresh recipes, okay? And yeah. you know what? Maybe I'll create something myself and throw it in there. Be like a bride's oh, secret my... meal or whatever.
1: <laughs> secret meal—that uh, doesn't sound very appetizing.
0: Well, I'll work on the naming later. Okay, I got time, Mary. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think I'm pretty much done with making HelloFresh meals for at least the 2020 year. 2021, you know, might be looking on the brighter side of things. It might be uh, making more things. But right now, I'm just so done. Too much cooking and uh too much
1: cooking yeah, you've done like nine meals and you're like i'm tapped out for the year
0: no i've done like 15 it's crazy <laughs> still
1: like, out of 365 days you're like eh, 15 that's all i can do the yeah, rest of the time sure. frozen meals
0: for, yeah okay yeah we're done with that conversation <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah that's basically what i've been up to overwhelmed with HelloFresh. excited about my uh rug that's supposed to be arriving tomorrow mm-hmm. and uh Counting my steps on my uh, Apple Watch.
1: No, or you don't. An Apple, not an Apple but, Watch. Uh, this
0: is a Wise Band. I think that's it's what it's called. A Wise
1: Band. It's from a local company in Kirkland that makes like pretty cheap tech products. They have like lights, light bulbs, and uh, smart outlets and stuff like that for like the cheapest I've ever seen before. Uh mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah.
0: And also this week we uh, hung out with Brayden. Uh, oh yeah, I was going to talk about a- that. Okay, uh, you can go ahead and go there. Yeah,
1: so we did a virtual wine tasting with um, some of my family, and it was a Zoom call, and I did it with a winery, and Brian and Brayden came over, and we did the um, Zoom call, and Brayden uh, had once asked me for a family tree to keep track of who everyone was, and so she came over, and it was in a page protector, and she gave me a whiteboard marker (sighs) and was like, circle who's going to be there on the zoom call. So I circled everyone and then she was like trying to keep track of who is who the whole time. But yeah, that was really fun. Um, that was basically Friday was really like the last day that I have been outside for an extended period of time. And that wasn't even that long. That was for only for like five minutes, but like, yeah, I've been inside pretty much the rest of the week. So, you know, even less exciting things happen this week than have been happening the last six months in quarantine but just been doing some crafts listening to more podcasts i upgraded to ios 14 today because it came out so that's the excitement for the week i guess <laughs>
0: yeah and just a note on the the wine tasting so this is my first wine tasting oh, i had yeah. no idea what i was supposed to be doing originally and i used to just pouring myself a glass of wine and drinking that and then seeing what happens next. <laughs> seeing if I need to pour another one or be like, okay, we're calling it quits or But whatever. it's different <laughs> for a tasting. But it's different for tasting. But I did not realize that on my first pour. So my first pour, I was like, it was at least a half to like two thirds of the glass was completely full. And I'm like... Oh <laughs> yeah you like Uh-oh. looked over
1: at how much braden and i had poured yeah and you were guys like,
0: had like a fourth or like no we fifth. did just
1: like you know the normal tasting amount and yours was like the glass was half full <laughs> and i was couple, like a oh, no. couple <laughs> tablespoons
0: <laughs> mine's like half a cup <laughs> yeah it, it was uh but don't worry guys i obviously survived the event <laughs> oh yeah you were uh, fine <laughs> yeah i was fine but it was it was shocking at first. I'm like, oh, my God, what have I done?
1: <laughs> you were fine. Yep. But uh, let's see. What should we talk about first, Brian? Maybe we should talk about Gonzaga basketball, which is coming now in about, uh, what, November 25th?
0: Yeah. So the games are, they have basically a plan on how to structure uh, the college basketball season this year. Um, basically it, they're all going to start on November 25th. The, base, the reason they came to this conclusion is most of the school, uh, fall semester will be done by then because, you know, it's a shortened semester. And so most of the students will be gone and it'll be safer for the college players to be on campus. Um, some rules that came with the 25th, uh, ruling is also that you can only have a 20 hour practice week. And there are a maximum of 25 regular season games with a minimum of 13 to be eligible for the NCAA tournament. Um, I do know, so that's basically it's very uh, loose rules, but that's basically the guideline. You have to do at least 13. So I, theoretically you can only play you could play 14 and still be eligible, but I guess they'd have to be really good you know, high-quality games.
1: High-quality games, and you need to be winning pretty much all of those games. I mean, it's just going to be harder to compare if one team's only playing 14 games and other teams are playing 30 or however much much the max is.
0: Right, right. Um, So, also, they have, like, a little mini tournaments, and I'm going to let you go into that, Mary.
1: Yeah. So the Zags are just going to be hanging out in Orlando for a while because... The NCAA, they decided to do a semi-bubble situation. And so, as you know, there's lots of, like, tournaments that happen in November and December. And so, what they decided to do is they're hosting eight early season events um, all in Orlando. And so, there's going to be the Champions Classic, Jimmy V Classic, Wooden Legacy, Preseason, NIT Orlando Invitational, the Charleston Classic, the Myrtle Beach Invitational, and the Diamond Head Classic. All of those games and tournaments will all be held in Orlando. Now, Gonzaga was going to be playing in the Orlando Invitational over Thanksgiving weekend, so um, they'll be playing still. And then a few weeks later, the Jimmy V Classic was going to be played at Madison Square Garden in New York and so now that will also be played in Orlando. It's unclear so far if how this bubble is going to work like do they need to stay there for all the games that they'll be playing or are they allowed since the Jimmy V Classic was originally going to be a few weeks later do they go back to Spokane exit the bubble for a few weeks and then can they enter back in they don't know yet that yet but um there's just an I mean it's the NBA, as we have talked about, that was they've had relatively pretty successful. successful. Yeah, and so it makes sense to kind of have a semi, like non-conference like, bubble, and then I'm thinking they could have a conference bubble somewhere. I mean, all of this is very expensive, so I don't. That'd be just the ideal situation for safety. I think would work mm-hmm. the best, but I agree. Who knows financially if that's even possible? But I do think that it's smart to have these eight games and tournaments all played in one space because there's already gonna be so many teams i'm also curious to see if you know two teams will break off and just play each other while they're in this bubble because gonzaga was supposed to play baylor at some point Mm -hmm. but um that hadn't been scheduled yet well no no that hadn't been scheduled yet that was added actually later after um, the game against Arizona was wiped because of the Pac-12. Ah, that's right. So yeah. Baylor got added, and so Baylor is also in some of these games and tournaments. And so I'm curious to see if Gonzaga and Baylor will play each other while they're both in Orlando in this bubble, and if any other games will come out of this too, just one-off games. Um, as, you know, I don't know how many other games will happen um, off from the schedule that we talked about. So, you know, this is the best yeah, thing they can do. I think it's uh, the smartest thing that can come out of it for now.
0: Yeah, so, they, I mean, college basketball NCAA has a plan. They have some guidelines on uh, basically starting their season after everyone's pretty much gone home for, this, for the this semester, so that's good. Mm-hmm. And then the second part is when they do have little tournaments, they're going to be in bubbles and i i really like the idea of bubbles because it's proven success
1: Mm -hmm. yeah now now we're going to move on to the mlb which they're not in bubbles but somehow it took a pandemic for the mariners to be as good as they are this year they've never made it to the playoffs and now they're you know pretty close um right as of today wednesday september 16th they're two games back from the Astros for a playoff spot and four games back from the Indians for a wild card. So, I mean, nothing is guaranteed. And this is – this. I don't know why this season they suddenly decide to be semi-decent. Maybe it's all the fans. <laughs> maybe it's all the fans who have been yeah, there who are the not there. maybe the fans
0: are the bad luck. Oh, no. Or maybe, maybe it's the cardboard cutouts. Oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean – who would have thought that this would be the year that the Mariners might actually do something um at the end of last month? they were thirteen and twenty one and so basically we were just all waiting for the season to end. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just thought it was another lost season, but they have had some consistency um and you know they're getting closer to a chance at the playoffs, and so I mean. Yeah,
0: only two games back. That's very doable. That's just you win two games while well, the person in front of you loses those. So and then yeah,
1: did so you hear it's... about earlier this week how I don't remember? I think maybe they were playing the A's and <laughs> they were playing in Seattle in the smoke and they had a doubleheader because they were making up games from when they were canceled um, a few weeks ago when the A's were out because of. Oh,
0: they were playing in the smoke.
1: Yeah, God. and so people were you know these you know athletes are now wearing masks and and playing in smoke and just it was not a good idea so then uh other games got postponed yeah because of the smoke i would
0: just like i don't really care when the baseball season ends you can postpone it as long as you need to as long as it's safe
1: (laughs) well it's gonna get cold pretty soon that is
0: true yeah you know what they could play in the snow. That'd be kind of cool. Well, actually, uh, I don't I know if you ball. really can. <laughs> I mean... I don't know if you'd be able to distinguish a baseball coming from the sky from a, well, a piece of snow. Well, Timo will mark
1: <laughs> at least the roof closes, and so it oh, would be fa- like snow okay. falling. But, yeah.
0: But, yeah. Uh, the article you referenced, it just... Before you guys get your hopes up too high, you're saying the Mariners just have about a 3.5% chance of making the postseason.
1: Okay, Brian, that's more than we usually have, so. (laughs) Oh, okay, so, yeah, you know what, maybe we can't
0: get our hopes up. 3.5, woo! (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But in all uh, honesty, we're just giving the Mariners all our uh, our hopes and wishes, and hopefully they can pull us off, because that would be truly the one good thing that came out of 2020 the Mariners (laughs) broke their what is it 19 year playoff drought so let's go Mariners
1: (laughs) yeah well longer yeah I thought it was longer than 19 years but um okay let's see what's next Brian Chuck E. Cheese right so I found an interesting
0: article that basically said Chuck E. Cheese wants to destroy 7 billion prize tickets and you guys remember those uh those tickets that, you know, you get when you win, like, a game at a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, and Cheese then are... you can turn it in for a prize. Exactly. So here's the deal with Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, they're going through bankruptcy right now.
1: Makes sense. And,
0: so they, and right now they have... They purchased... Uh, let's see. Yeah, 7 billion of these Chuck E. Cheese prize tickets. They were created. They weren't distributed yet to their stores. Mm-hmm. So they're just kind of out there. Uh, but I'm where? Assu- I'm assuming at the... The manufacturer, uh, whoever manufactures them, and they filed, and since they filed for for bankruptcy, they have to get permission to spend any amount of money now on anything. So now they they basically ask for permission to spend two million dollars to destroy these purchase tickets. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) two billion to destroy all these tickets. Um, basically it's, they're worried that, uh, it'll get, they'll get into the customer's hands. And apparently these, all these tickets are worth $9 million worth of Chuck E. Cheese prizes. So anyone so out they there, think that you're get gonna your hands gonna... on these, nine, uh, these 7 billion tickets. That's, that's $9 million worth Sneak of. Sneak
1: into the warehouse and just steal <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a bunch of Chuck E. Cheese tickets. And then you come out with a, you know, 40 foot tall stuffed animal. Yeah, Exactly.
0: Nine, Nine million dollars worth of Chuck E. Cheese prizes right there. So that could be your own lottery right there. <laughs> but uh, I was I was reading that apparently they're they're switching over to, like, e-coins or e-tickets, which is probably what they should have been doing anyways. Like, put but, it on a card. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. I mean, yeah. it's not as fun probably for a kid to just, like, see points on yeah, a card. Yeah, I know.
0: I, li- I love seeing, like, those tickets come out. It, you know, they're so random sometimes. Like, you never knew, like, if you would get, like if the machine would break and you get like... Well,
1: remember when we went to uh, North Bowl in Spokane a few years ago and there was just a broken oh, machine? Oh, yes,
0: the machine was broken. It was just it literally spit out the entire roll and I'm like, all right, I feel bad taking this. so Brian I just, like, just bought like so here.
1: many airheads. <laughs> I didn't take any though, Mary. I,
0: I don't think I did, did I?
1: Yeah, we took some, but then we didn't realize it was like broken because then it kept Oh, coming. yeah, then it
0: kept on coming and we're like, okay. we. We probably... just thought that
1: someone had like left a bunch of tickets, so Brian took them and then we just went back to playing games with RJ and then all of a sudden... More tickets were coming out, and then we're like, "Uh oh!" Then we told the manager, but we Brian had already taken other tickets.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we don't need to tell anyone about that. So shh.
1: (laughs) We already talked about it on a podcast like two years ago. Oh, that's true. That's like our most listened to (laughs) podcast. Honestly, it has over Uh a thousand listens.
0: (laughs) But yeah, so that's just interesting. Uh, I never realized that. I mean, I should have realized that. You know, once you declare bankruptcy, you basically, if you want to spend money on anything, you have to get like court approval. Yeah. To do that, and so they're going to be spending two million dollars to destroy their uh, their seven billion Chuck E. Cheese prize tickets. (laughs) So that that was an interesting story. So it's a it
1: they're those tickets are worth nine millions and nine million in prizes, but they're going to spend two million to destroy the tickets. Yeah. Why don't they just don't accept that currency anymore?
0: I don't know. I really don't know. I I I, I don't know if they they they, maybe they just want to spend money.
1: this knows? is a good way to spend two million dollars
0: <laughs> yeah I, i'm not sure but they they're just afraid of it getting into the public and you know being presented for uh you know redemption that's what that's their quote that they put so uh Interesting. they want to i guess they're more afraid of the word getting out to their various stores that i wouldn't have known about out.
1: this if they hadn't decided to burn them all
0: yeah you know? exactly
1: if they hadn't told the, like decided that they want to spend two million dollars me and most people would not realize that this was even an option to go steal seven million tickets. <laughs> you know.
0: Yes, it's nine. It's seven billion, by the way, right? Oh, sorry, seven 30. billion tickets. <laughs> so you could shove all those in your backpack if you want. <laughs> Apparently, the... it says it's enough paper to fill sixty-five shipping containers that are each forty feet long. So wow. that's uh, that's quite a lot of tickets.
1: You should. We should try to figure out the value of what one ticket is. If it's seven billion tickets and it's worth nine million dollars.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that's some simple division.
1: I'm just saying. I never knew that. They just usually weigh the tickets and then tell you what how many you have to spend on a prize. Oh
0: yeah, I never did think about the the value per ticket. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that would be interesting. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.
1: Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks with titles from every genre. Audible titles play on nearly any device and allows you to listen to your favorite audiobooks anytime, anywhere.
0: You can even switch between devices and it'll play from where you left off. Sass Stories and Sarcasm listeners can get a 30-day membership trial that includes one free audiobook of your choice.
1: Just go to audibletrial.com slash Podcast to start your trial and choose your book today. Now for our last story of the week, this is a little bit ahead of time, but I read about how um, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is still going to be going on. This is one of, the, honestly, one of the few events that has decided to go on this year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, South by Southwest is canceled, Comic Con, uh, the NCAA tournament, a billion other events were canceled, but the virus is not going to take out the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Gosh dang it. No, no um, it's not. <laughs> um, it's going to still take place on Thanksgiving. Um, the usual uh, two-and-a-half-mile route is not going to be as it was. It's going to be replaced by a two-day staging of parade elements, um, and obviously the 3.5 million spectators who are usually, you know, sitting and standing along the route will not be there. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> It is going to still be, um, like I said, November 26th from 9 to noon in all time zones. Um, Then there's usually thousands of volunteers to help in the parade, and this headcount will be taken to about a quarter of the normal amount, and obviously will require social distancing and personal protective equipment. Um, And they usually have bands from high schools and colleges all over the nation to come play, but... They'll be asking them all to stay home this year, and they're going to replace them with uh, professional musicians from the area, recruited locally. Now, oh. it's not going to be the same parade, obviously. it's This is the 94th year of the parade, and it's just going to be a reinvention of the parade. Um, and instead of volunteers all holding down the uh, floats, or not the floats, the balloons, right, they're going to the have uh, cars like vehicles pull them tied like have the balloons tied to the there because you know, honestly
0: i feel like that's a better idea anyways you always see like these fails of like <laughs> the balloons flying away or like dragging oh yeah over. they had like
1: uh <laughs> i think it was like the cookie monster or big bird and it just like caught gets caught in the wind and then gets cut and then all these <laughs> kids are screaming because the balloon just flying around and the...
0: Tra- dragging them they're like, like anchoring it down they're struggling
1: or the <laughs> balloon just gets destroyed pull in the a air car away
0: <laughs> yeah probably not
1: so I mean I'm glad that they're gonna still have this uh, have the parade they said normally there's 90 people 90 person crews required to control each of the balloons but it's just gonna be a specialty rigged anchor vehicle or a bunch of vehicles just to and then don't worry, the New York Police Department and the New York City Department of Transportation has approved these vehicles worthy of holding the balloons. So this is the first time that the parade has been dramatically interrupted as it is this year since World War II. And back then it was just because the government needed helium and rubber um their need for helium and rubber made it impossible to feature the creatures and so this year it's just going to be like because we can't all be there you know yeah. yeah volunteers and stuff can't be there so at least it's happening something to watch for three hours on tv on thanksgiving if nothing else if we can't get together with our families we well, should we'll be have some
0: football I'm assuming though. Well, maybe. Football. We'll, we'll see. Maybe, yeah. Well, well let's hope that survives <laughs> to Thanksgiving. Yeah. But, yeah, that should be something to look forward to as well.
1: It was honestly so exciting this past weekend because the Seahawks were playing, um, and that was one of the first like sporting events I've really watched.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they did well. They did yeah, well, they won. so this might be their year as well. That would be great.
1: <laughs> but uh, I hope everyone has a good week, and if you're on the West Coast, stay inside for quarantine and enjoy the, and the smoke
0: uh, the no smoke <laughs> on the east coast at least
1: <laughs> yeah um yeah have a good week brian i hope you uh, don't get too far behind on your hello fresh
0: no i won't because i will not be adding any more to my collection i can only <laughs> only it can only get better from
1: here Mary. <laughs> oh good good <laughs> yeah okay bye yep see you guys